I see zero downside for this. And yes, it's probably not going to, you know, enable you to suddenly retire. <laughs> but incremental sales are incremental sales. Hey, Matt, I'm super excited to talk with you today about uh, the Amazon customer engagement tool. You and I have had a few other episodes where we've dived pretty deep into some of these new, relatively new Amazon features that kind of break from the tradition that Amazon had established of these are our customers, do not engage with them, do not talk to them. Everything must happen on platform or else. This is yet kind of another thing in that theme of Amazon is opening the door just a little bit, not a ton, but cracking the door open just enough that we are now actually able to send under specific circumstances and a very narrow set of conditions, emails to customers of us on, on Amazon. So I'm super excited. I know this is a topic you and I have chatted about for a while, but I'm curious your take on on all of this and how it kind of connects to the broader theme that you and I've already discussed of, of Amazon and what their their goals are with this and kind of what the future might look like. Yeah, no, I mean, I think any opportunity that you have to engage with people who bought your stuff is a win, right? So the fact that they've cracked the door open a little, I think is great. You know, obviously the hope is that there's more and more ability to reach out directly and engage with the customers that you've already acquired through their platform and be able to sell them more and cross sell them and upsell them. I think it also really points to the fact that again, the, the sellers that are gonna win in the end are the ones that have thought about how their brand can be built, how their products tie together, um, why a customer would pick them over other choices. This is another opportunity to take advantage of doing those things and building on the brand strength that you might've started down the path of, but it really is gonna, I think it's gonna differentiate in my mind, the ones that the business owners that have really given this some thought and the ones that have just sort of thrown a collection of products out there and hope for the best. So these tools, I think, are really going to further differentiate that and, it, and be a big opportunity for the ones who've invested the time and effort into really trying to think about building a brand versus just selling products. Yeah, absolutely. Um, we've been obviously all over this tool and, and using it for our own products as well as for clients. And I have to say it's both a pro and a con, but the customization of these emails and the way that they are sent is very low. So some might, again, the, the obvious con is if you're like a lot of us in the practice of sending lots of emails and engaging customers, cross-sell, upsell, uh, et cetera, then you might obviously see that as an impediment to your, your own creativity and what you obviously know as an expert sending emails. I would say a pro though, is there's really no excuse not to do this, right? Because it's so easy. You know, this isn't like, oh, let me go into Clavio and come up with a very in-depth email marketing campaign and generate a lot of creative. Amazon, for better or worse, uh, really templates this out. And as a result, it's very simple and straightforward to create these campaigns. Um, so pro, pro and a con, uh, but I couldn't agree more. It's been interesting. We'll kind of get into, I'll, I'll shortly show the actual mechanism of how people can find this within their uh, third-party seller central dashboard and actually uh, go through the steps of creating one. But it's, it's been interesting to see so far, we've, we've been running lots of these for, for clients and our own products. The actual you know, purchase rate engagement is, is pretty low. Um, this applies like across the board. But you know what? This kind of follows a pattern of a lot of you know, essentially like cold, unsolicited email engagement is, is pretty low, which is basically what a form of this is. But for the most part, these are just Amazon customers that um, Amazon segmenting based on certain criteria. So it's essentially cold email. I, what I will say, though, is I view it and we've seen in our own products as well as for clients' products, just the halo effect of it's just another touch point, right? You're able to send these campaigns 
and they saw your ad, uh, they clicked it or engaged it and clicked away. Perhaps they added you to cart um, and did and didn't buy then. But then they're getting an email in their inbox, in this case from Amazon. And it's just yet another touch point that, again, if you look at the numbers out of the gate, you know, it might be discouraging to see, okay, well, it's not like I made a million dollars, you know, right away from this one email campaign. But I really think this is, again, no different than normal cold outbound email, another touch point on that sales journey for that customer of seeing your brand, seeing your product, building that overall awareness. And so I think there's huge benefit to that. Yeah, definitely. I mean, it, to your point, right, there's no incremental added effort or cost, really, because they've done everything for you. You're just sending it out and you're just getting one more chance to say, hey, if you're interested, you know, here it is. And I can see from Amazon's standpoint why they want to keep it tightly controlled, right? It's a trust signal to get an Amazon email that looks like it came from Amazon and is tightly, you know, formatted and controlled. So you go, oh, this is a legitimate email. Even if I'm not interested in the product right now, I'll continue to open these emails because I trust the source and I can know yeah. what to expect. The more they open that up and they allow people to start putting, you know, crazy flashing banners <laughs> and all kinds of weird marketing language in there, you know, the open rate for everyone is going to go down. The trust signals are going are to be degraded. So I get Amazon's point on this. And maybe there's some kind of middle ground where down the road they'll, you know, you can use their templated emails for some things. And maybe in, in another case, they'll give you some more of the data, but you'll have to sort of send it from your own email and your own, you know, system. So it doesn't now closely associate with Amazon. So who knows? But, you know, yeah. for today, if this is available today, I'd say it would be silly not to look at it, understand the pros and cons and potentially give it a test run. It's just it's there for you. Why not? hundred percent. So let's get into, I'm going to actually get my screen set up here. I'm going to show the view of actually going in and, and creating one of these. Okay. This looks good. The requirements to doing this, Matt, are as simple as you just need to be registered in the Amazon brand registry. So if you're brand registered, that means that you have access to this. Now, if you haven't, the key thing though here, Matt, is if you haven't enabled it in permissions, it's not going to show up. So the first thing you should do, again, this only applies to you if your brand is enrolled in the Amazon brand registry. So if it is, the first thing you should do is go over to your user permissions and check that customer engagement is enabled. So if it's not, it's not going to show up. So please, you know, before you do any of this, make sure that that's enabled. So what you're going to do once you're in Amazon is you're going to open up the sidebar and you're going to scroll down then to brands. And from this window here, you should see customer engagement. Again, that's if you've enabled that in user permissions. So please make sure if you are brand registered and you don't see this show up, go right ahead in there and uh, make sure that user permission is enabled and then it will appear here. Go ahead and click on customer engagements. Give that a second to load. And then here, what you'll see is a dashboard, Matt, that if you run campaigns historically, like I was kind of talking about before, for this specific brand or account, they aren't having been run historically. But if they have, those campaigns would appear here along with all the stats that Amazon and, and you would care about, emails delivered, opt-outs, opt-out clicks, sales, et cetera, all the KPIs associated with that campaign. So from here, what we're going to do, Matt, is we're going to just simply click on create campaign. And if you have multiple brands selected or, or registered with Amazon, all of those would appear here. In this account, there's just one brand registered. And then there's two, there's two types of campaigns, Matt. There's market a product and promote a promotion. And so the most common one we've been doing so far has, has been market a product. It's very similar to what it sounds like. 
you can basically add up to five products, one main product with four, uh, what they consider supplementary products. And it's as simple as it sounds. It's a, it's a very basic, you'll, you will see the templates soon enough, very simple and straightforward uh, template that promotes both the primary product that you selected, as well as uh, up to four supplementary products. And then there's promoter promotion, which is if, uh, basically if you have an active promotion running for a product in the account under this brand, being the key thing to note as well, you can select basically, this is as simple, right? If we do this all the time when we offer normal emails, we create promotions. If we have a sale, we notify our email list of this sale to obviously promote the sale. This is Amazon's way of doing that. So if you have an active promotion running in your account for a product, you simply would select that. And that campaign type is obviously you, you could select from a series of products that have those active promotions. running. So for the purpose of this example, we're just going to do market a product. And I want to get into these, these four kind of what Amazon calls audience types. So brand follower, it's interesting to note, that'll be the most common one. Uh, and what you should also notice right away, Matt, is I'll see how all these are disabled and grayed out. There's a very specific reason for that. Amazon stipulates that you have to have run at least 10 campaigns, promotions, and you have to uh, have sent uh, through those 10 campaigns around 1,000 emails, and you have to meet the criteria of their opt-out rates. So just like you were touching on before, Matt, Amazon is very controlling, and I think rightfully so, of the consumer experience here. If they detect that customers are receiving emails from you and they're opting out for your products, Amazon doesn't like that, and they're going to potentially disable campaigns. So that has happened, not for any of the ones that we've run or for our clients or for our products, but I have seen or I've been shown examples where people have been running these promotions and then just, I mean, again, there's very little control. You have them to be creative, but for some reason or another, Amazon emailed some people and they decided they didn't want to get those emails and they opted out. That dings the campaign and can affect the overall audience. But hypothetically, after I've run 10 campaigns of around, you know, sending a thousand emails, all of these audiences would be available to me. And you can see they're pretty significant in some cases. Recent customers sounds pretty intuitive. 5% sampling of this brand's customers in the last 12 months. For all these additional audiences, Matt, outside of brand followers, Amazon's taking this, this 5% sampling. So repeat customers, same idea. They're taking a sample of customers who purchased more than one order from this brand in the last 12 months. High spend customers, uh, same idea. The one, as you can see, that's usually you know, almost always available, the brand followers, I think that one's not always super intuitive. So I just want to actually show that real quick. Brand followers are, so I can use an, just an example here of a product. Um, brand followers are when I go to an Amazon listing and I click into a, uh, a brand store page, I have actually the option to select, tell Amazon I want to follow that brand. So I'm on this Amazon listing, I click on this brand, and now I see this option to follow. Everyone who clicks that is what's then shown in this brand followers count. So in this, in this example, you know, hypothetically 754 people have gone into that storefront and they've selected that they you know, told Amazon that they want to see, they want to get updates from Amazon. So you can kind of think of this brand followers list, Matt, that's your opt-in list, right? These are the other ones that are kind of the, uh, those are kind of the cold outbound. But I'm curious, guess, what are your thoughts to fall on this? Yeah, I mean, that makes sense that, you know, if they're going to let you test anything, 
they're going to want you to send to the people who've most clearly identified themselves as people that want to hear from you. They're the least likely right. to presumably opt out or say, Hey, why am I getting this? I never asked for this. So, you know, that makes sense. I would think too, they, they're probably going to be some of your highest converting people, right? Yes. If they took the time to follow your brand, and then presumably they've got an ongoing interest in whatever it is that you're offering and are going to be most interested in new products or product promotions or whatever it is you might want to be sending them. I, it's interesting to me that never in my entire life have I ever followed a on Amazon and I've probably been shopping on the platform for 15 years, but yeah. I didn't even realize that was a thing. But obviously, if so if somebody is engaged enough, not just in Amazon as a platform, but in your product, your page to say, hey, I want to hear more from these guys. Right. You know, again, why wouldn't you take the opportunity to send them some messages, you know, send some some outgoing information their way if they're willing to click the button and follow you then you know you owe it to them <laughs> to, <laughs> to pitch right. them some more products exactly no i, I couldn't agree more and, and uh you're 100 right with the highest engaging campaigns are the ones that are going to brand followers because at some point in time they were on a storefront and they clicked follow you know they notified amazon they wanted to get updates from that brand so um those are the highest converting segment by far um, and yeah, it's really interesting to see, you know, especially if your brand has been selling on Amazon for years and you've had a storefront for years, you might be surprised by how, how far or how high this brand follower count is. And like you said, it's just kind of an asset up until recently or relatively recently. These were people that went so far as to tell Amazon to basically opt in to your email list through Amazon, but you didn't have a way to reach them, right? You didn't have any control or any mechanism to to promote or sell additional products. So it's a great opportunity that you can do that now. But I want to establish right for if this is your first time using the, the platform to, to do this, to send a, a customer engagement campaign, then your, your screen is going to look very close to this, right? You're going to see these other audiences grayed out and you're going to see brand followers available. There is, this is a bit of a moving target, but last time I checked, at least you need at least a hundred brand followers to then for the, to even have this available, right? So if you you could still be uh, eligible for this program within Amazon, of course, but if you don't have at least 100 brand followers, you'll get to this page and you'll just see everything grayed out, right? Even brand followers, because you don't have the minimum of 100 people who have you know agreed to follow the brand. So then we're just going to simply click next, or rather I'm going to select brand followers, my only option. I'm going to click next. And this is where I actually would create the campaign. So what I'm going to do here real quick is I'm going to grab the ASIN for this specific example. And you're going to drop the ASIN into here. And this is, again, this is the primary product selection. So in this type of uh, campaign structure, you have a primary product that you, you feature. And then, of course, you have four kind of supplemental ASINs that you can add for a total of five. But in this example, I'm going to add this ASIN. Click Submit. And then I get this view here where I can just click add product. And then the next kind of task here is I, I can select a supporting image that will then be kind of shown and demonstrated. So I have two options here, Matt. I can, by default, Amazon will pull the artwork uh, from the listings detail page and I could select hypothetically from there. But the, uh, the small amount of, of, of customization that Amazon gives you is actually to upload your own um, and they give you kind of specific content requirements. But you can upload your own supporting image 
if you so choose. Uh, but by default, and it's obviously very convenient, you wanted to just select from your products detail page, you click one of these. Then you can, so we can just say, you know, hypothetically, I'm going to click this one. I could add four, up to four more additional ASINs if I wanted to. I'm not going to in, in this example, because I'm just trying to demonstrate how the flow works. Um, and then I have a campaign delivery window. So basically I select a date and then Amazon will deliver emails for about five days. They you can get into their policy here about that. They never email a customer seemingly in a, in a time span shorter than seven days. So they're obviously trying to do their due diligence on the spam side of things and make sure that they're not spamming people. But you simply select that date and then for five days forward, those customers are going to receive emails. Then you can you name the actual campaign map. The title here is just purely internal. That's not going to be reflected anywhere to the customer. And to go full circle, I was talking about, about the problem with customization or what might be perceived as a problem. I have hard-coded just two options for a subject line. So again, reduces the friction of choice. You don't have to spend time thinking about a catchy subject line. I guess, again, that's a pro potentially. But you select that subject line and then same thing for a header. I just have, <laughs> check out this product or here's a product recommendation for you. Short and sweet. And then last but not least, they want you to upload your brand logo. So you have the logo for the brand and, and then you can preview what the email will look like. So in this example, I don't have the brand logo, so it's not going to preview it. But if you upload your brand logo, and of course it meets the requirements that Amazon has, you can preview the email, see what it looks like. I don't know how much good it's going to do you because again, there's not much about, you, about it you can change. If you don't like it, it's the way Amazon wants it to be. And last but not least, you're going to start that campaign. So that's a full flow of start to finish, checking in the settings to make sure you've got the right settings enabled, all the way to actually campaign creation of how you would set this up within Seller Circle. So really, I mean, you're talking about 30 seconds worth of work. You click the defaults, which is more or less all you can do. <laughs> Make a couple of choices between heading and description and whatnot, the image, a start date and start, and that's it. And you, you know, you get what you get, but on your behalf, they're emailing it out to however many brand followers you have over that time. And even if you only picked up, you know, five or 10 incremental sales, that's five or 10 sales you didn't have before you started this, you know, presumably they're extra sales that you're picking up and zero ad cost, right? Because they're not charging right. you to run these campaigns. So it seems to me crazy that you wouldn't do it. And, you know, the more experience you build up, the more you show yourself to be maybe an active user of this, you may be the first to get whatever the next thing is that they bring out as a beta test for more customer outreach. And, you know, who knows, it might get better and better. I see zero downside for this. And yes, it's probably not going to, you know, enable you to suddenly retire. <laughs> but incremental sales are incremental sales, especially if right. they're not charging you for it, which I could also see down the road, right? They decide, hey, this works great. Now there's a cost to send because totally. that's how totally. Amazon I mean, works, right? Stuff's only right, free for right. so long. Exactly, exactly, right? We've all lived this with, with lightning deals, you name it, where inevitably things become more more pay to play. In my opinion, the goal should be right now, it is for us with our products, is to run these to a point where you can unlock these additional audience segments, right? So again, maybe you're not making you know tons of sales off of these campaigns, but if you build that kind of track record with Amazon with those, those 10 campaigns, you hit that send limit, you are within the opt-out 
criteria that they want, you're going to unlock, you know, additional segments, which again, like, like you said, this is all, these are incremental sales that as of right now are, are coming at no additional cost. So again, I think this is just another program that, that Amazon has, has made available that anyone with over hundred brand followers, they should be all over this. They should be creating campaigns to then try to unlock those additional audience segments. No, I think this was a great share. And I think we'll definitely recommend to our e-commerce clients that they give it a shot. And again, I think it's silly not to. It's so easy to do. It takes a little time and extra sales are extra sales. So great find on this. Awesome. Yeah. Thank you, man. Looking forward to coming back with, with more tips like this. But yeah, see you All next right. week. See you next time.